Starbucks. 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 Hey, Matt. Hey, Chris. You say Starbucks? Starbucks. So, just trying to have some new catchphrases. Chipotle. Yeah, just gotta eat. <laughs> what's the um? What's the combination company in Parks and Rec in the future episode? Oh, I um, fucking didn't even watch that shit. This uh, the last season. Garbo. It's um something. It's like Starbucks, Chipotle, Exxon, Panera. Some kind of weird combination. Right. I'm it's forget. all the bread stores. Ver- Verizon, Chipotle, and Exxon, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. I don't care. You're going to tell me in the chat because what you fucking do. You tell me in the chat. Tell me. Hey, welcome tell to Matt. episode 106. Building up to it. The Lego Podcast. The Lego is it? Podcast. Yes. It is. First, two comments. One, Scott says that the green 1x4 plates in the Ferrari that we looked at two weeks ago, uh, they are for keeping it together as you're building it. I guess it's it not t- that. Keep it together, man. I got to build because you have to temporarily use these two plates, which are green, so you don't lose them in the red mix, I what, guess. What size are they? What, what's the They're size? one by four plates, one and you four. need them to keep everything aligned as you're building, and then you take them off later. Okay. Why they couldn't have incorporated red one by four plates later in the build that you then take off of that once it's secure and put in their final location. I don't know. Um, to end, If anybody subscribes to Clutch's Sticky Shirt Factory for the AFL Designer series, are you still doing that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so if we have any designers out there, the next one in that series, we need two green one by four plates. That and it says, "I'm keeping it together, man." I'm barely <laughs> <And> holding together. <laughs> that is a deep cut for Lego fans. You hear that, Kevin? In, in eight years, once you catch up to this episode, you can make that shirt, and we can <laughs> sell one copy. And it's not to Matt. No, I'm keeping it together, man. It's not to me either. Oh dear. The other comment we got, uh, let's see, was it also Scott? Also, I've got, well, all right, it, was, uh, it is Scott. Uh, Scott says for last week that Paul wasn't here to vote, but he said there's no way Paul is not going to vote no for way. the year with the the Robbie house, which was 2011. Would have been a, he didn't check the strategic voting apps before entering that arena. Yeah. Also, I've got I've got this person who's commenting on all my soda videos. Um, Username? Uh, it says somebody's real name because apparently that's the thing people do. They don't have usernames anymore. Uh, but they 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 started commenting a while ago, and it seemed all nice. And they're like, "Oh, you know, I'm looking for this kind of soda. Let me know if you ever see it out there in the wild or." You know, oh, where'd you find this one? Or so I think they even asked how many. And calories now you're one getting one. like your skin looks so soft. I am. <laughs> I'm not even lying. What? I I should be flattered, I guess. What'd you get? This is hilarious. I don't know. You can go find him. Yeah, go watch all my videos, and you can find him. You got some spooky comments. They're not spooky. They're like, <laughs> um, you know. They're uh, very, very attracted to me, apparently. Maybe they think I am the guy from Game of Thrones. 
This just in. I am the guy from Game of Thrones. I was at a bar once with uh, some co-workers, sorry, and we were working on a movie with one of the guys from Game of Thrones, Jamie Lannister, whatever his name is. And there's this uh, homosexual Donkey's fella Donkey's who Donkey's believed Donkey. one of my friends was that actor. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I'm not, though. I'm not him and he's like you are though and he's like after 20 minutes he's like okay i'm like i'm jamie lannister <laughs> and the guy just, <laughs> just kept buying him drinks and he thought the best part about it was like we were also hanging out my brother was there and this guy thought my brother was his bodyguard <laughs> and that's like the most hilarious thing confusion. he's just like standing there like oh yeah he did have a leather coat on uh, so they only seem to comment on my soda videos, not on any of my other videos. Not that I don't have, I don't have a lot of videos anymore. No. I'm done making videos, I guess. I don't know. Uh, they, I've heard a lot of people say, you know, if you don't love making videos or producing content, then you, you shouldn't try to make it your job or a big deal. Like if you don't love it to begin with, you shouldn't try to go whole hog into it because it's only going to get worse for you and i i often think like i would really like to make a lot of videos but then i realize i don't love it so i'm I'm not going to go into it any further than i'm I'm in in it right now Hmm. i like that that screen capture uh what's up with lego series i do i like doing those but i don't have time and they don't make me enough money to be worth the real time no editing 10 minutes max that they take (laughs) Which is crazy. Yeah, it's not. That's a they're not small worth amount of money. Ten, ten minutes is not worth it. I have other things to do. Yeah, but I, I do want to make more of those videos. I got a thing. I know you didn't get a thing. I got a thing. I got another book. Good. Just tell us about the book. This is a book. This it's is by called Christian I. Hang on. Oh, it's just an L. It's like what? It's not a real heart. I write bracket. Oh, it is actually a two by two and a four by two. They make this as one piece. I have a few of them. A red. Yeah, I have four by too. four corner brick. But they did not oh, have one. Oh man, no. This uh, this this person just um bought a basic brick box or something, and that's all they own. So I watched the entirety of the abstract series on Netflix, which is all about different artists and designers. Yeah. It's good. It's good. And this guy had an episode um, and it didn't really have much Lego in it. Christoph Neiman. It didn't have much Lego in it, but I had remembered that this book existed because I think I had seen this cover before and Mm -hmm. He starts putting bricks together in a sloppy way. And I'm like, I think it's the guy that made that book. And I looked it up and it was. So this is one of the, I don't know what they call this, but it's, it's, it's only fat like tw- oh, 12 I was, pages. I was going to ask if it was uh, the fat, fat pages as a joke. And there it is, fat page. Yeah, it's one of those like kids books. Kids books. It's extra thick, but it's it's got like 15 pages max here. Yeah, yeah. And well, I, I have uh... these super extrapolated like images of of just new york things right the statue of liberty made out of like six pieces six pieces that's funny i uh 
you know Fallout series, the Your Special kids book in that? I bought one off a dude who produced a batch of them on this type of uh, print, these pages. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. I love, I love it. It's a great little prop. So I really like the. So it, it's a bunch of different things, like the Holland Tunnel and a bunch of cars. Cars. But it's <clears throat> it's a bunch of different extrapolations here, and yeah. I really like how they ju- he juxtaposes really weird things next to each other. Basically, he's getting inspired by one three-piece build to make a completely different three-piece build, and he's not separating them. He's like, no, this, and then let's do this, and it, it just keeps going. Like this one, got tuna sushi, Polish flag, wasabi. <laughs> wasabi. Just, just he saw the tuna sushi, he's like, wait a minute, flip it, Polish, Polish flag. Polish flag. There's there's no separation of those things. Um, I also like that it's like some of them aren't even builds; they're just t- bricks on a table. You know? Yeah. It's kind of interesting. It's it's neat. It's a neat way to look at the medium. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when it gets, <laughs> I want to find. I think there's one I really like. In all over ten pages, you can't find the one you like. No, I forget. Which one I liked. I guess I don't like them. <laughs> um, Show us one more for fun. There you go. Empire State Building. Empire State Building on St. Patrick's Day. Oh, my God. This cream so- cheese. Cream cheese with scallions. <laughs> Why is cream cheese with the Empire? And so it's like. Exactly. Exactly. He's like, it's white. What else is white? Cream cheese. What do you put on cream cheese? Scallions. Apparently. Um, and there you go. Check, please. Merchant copy. Keep this one for your records. <laughs> Is he a comedian? Like He seems a bit like a comedian. No. Um, I don't think so. He reminds... These jokes remind me of like Dimitri Martin or something. Like Yeah, important things and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that... that I see where you're going, coming from there. So I got that book. It was only a few dollars on Amazon. Sweet. I used one. I didn't. I don't need new copies of any of these books. They're books. They don't need to be crossed. The interesting segue is that um, my buddy John, he was vending at Brick Fair, New Jersey this past <laughs> weekend. And he said there was this father and son that came up to his booth several times and the son really wanted a brand new sealed Lego set. Doesn't matter what set it was. He wanted it sealed. And the father's like, why don't you just buy a used one? It's cheaper. And the son was not having it. And he goes, if you buy a new one and you open it, then it's a used one. You, you, you instantly have the used one as soon as you open it. The kid didn't get it. The kid wasn't getting it. Whether they bought anything or not, I don't know. But the kid wasn't understanding the idea of you're going to open it and then it's the same as if we had bought a, a used one. Second owner, though. But... Really, I guess it depends on who you're buying it from, the quality you can estimate you're going to get with a used secondhand anything, really. So I got that book. Sweet. That's it. Uh, I had 
it's 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 a story time. I had this woman come in. I, I actually worked the counter four days in the last two weeks because people had off for my, my counter help had off for different events and things. So mm -hmm. I'm stuck up front, and I I use the counting scale a lot while I'm up there. I was I was getting a lot of high quantity things in the in the files while I was helping the occasional customer. It's a slow time right now. So, so and, sorry. The counting scale. Do you weigh one and then? Well, you weigh like twenty or twenty to fifty. It depends on the size of the piece. You yeah. count out a prescribed amount and then you program that in, and then basically you can dump the whole rest in there. And, and it just tells tell you, you the many. quantity. Yeah, it's using multiplication. Yeah, but it does it for you. That's sweet. Yeah. And obviously, if you have like a bunch of pieces of the same type, you don't have to. Yeah, I, I I was up there on Tuesday. And then you and... can always like, you know, if it says four hundred, you can always just put three eighty into your stock. Which and... in which I did, yes. I did that for most of these because they were all small parts. I had fifty five thousand pieces over thirty one oh, lots. You're balling. And that's the thing, it's like, you know, it's like, yeah, it's not the quantity you have. But likely you're not going to sell them all to one person, maybe. But even then, then you go into and your if, drawer. And if I if it sells out, I then can you have count, twenty left. I can, count, I can count to like four that are still in there, and yeah. I can I can relist them if I want to. Yeah, exactly. So I did that. I I put those all in a file and then uploaded them that night. Um, it brought me over two million. I have over two million parts available right now in my Brickley store. Wow, two million parts. Doing it, man. That's that puts me in like eleventh largest store in the country. That's that's balling. Yeah, I, I I know the counter argument is that well, it's not your parts; it's all other people's parts because you do so much fulfillment. Consignment. Yeah, but I mean, I I just don't think there's any way I would have ever gotten the two million parts paying for all of them myself. Not in the and time you did it. No. No. And whatever, the customer doesn't care. Mm -hmm. When it comes down to it, the person buying it doesn't give a shit whether it's yours or someone's else. So the people you're selling to, they're your parts. Yeah. So I've got all those parts available. Uh, we shipped out we shipped out a 13,000-piece order today. To uh, Of course, it's going to California, so maximum price. For shipping, yes. Yes, it was. Uh, I actually did UPS instead of USPS because it was it saved me about seventy dollars. It's two large U-Haul um, boxes that we filled. They were thirty-nine pounds each, and uh, it would have been like eighty-nine dollars a box to ship it priority. Yeah. Or it was fifty-two dollars a box to ship it UPS. Oh, yeah, so I printed two UPS labels. I drove them over to the UPS store, which I never have to take any packages anywhere. I get like three to four USPS pickups a day at my store. They just keep coming back because I'm right next to the post office. They're like, anything else? <laughs> uh, it's great. Like nothing is, nothing's ever delayed. And if it if if they are not coming back, I can walk it next door. Yeah. I have to that's drive to that's, the UPS a, that's store. a really important, convenient part of your business you got to think of how much time you save versus others sellers who like have to take their shit to the post office 
I I like seeing the progression in sellers from, and I had the same progression myself from taking everything with the post office and and like buying postage there per item and and shipping it to like getting that, a scale and doing to, yeah all the way up to where I am now where I I have uh, I use ShipStation. It's the software that imports all your your payments received from different marketplaces and then mm-hmm. you can just print labels with um pre-assigned categories so it's just it's, it's very few clicks mm-hmm. um and then i just put them in the bin up near the front door and three four times a day the mailman comes in and takes the bin that's that's, sick. that's where you want to be when i first started <laughs> that is where you want to be as a yeah. part seller yeah that's when i first started i i didn't own a scale and for some reason i could not justify the 20 dollars to buy a scale right um like i'm sure i had 20 dollars but i was like i'll never get 20 dollars in value out of this thing that's <laughs> a crazy purchase uh, and I, I actually, I was two blocks, this is when I was in college, I was two blocks away from the post office and I would, I would pack an order and I would walk it up to the post office and, and get them to tell me what the shipping would be on it yeah, yeah. and take it back and invoice the person and they would pay. And then I'd go there and ship it. Like, what the hell was I doing? <laughs> but you don't necessarily know any better until someone shows you a different way of doing things or so true or like who was i to even question that that wasn't the way you're supposed to be done yeah it's funny that was that was something they they definitely sold a scale at the post office and they kept like looking at it like get it buy it get the (laughs) right there just buy that scale <laughs> um i i even got so crazy as to like be like all right we can use science to figure out how much these packages weigh like i can get i have something in my possession in a high quantity that where i can look up online what the weight per item is no. the known quantities i can make a fucking uh blind justice scale and I could figure out what these things weigh using science. Using apothecary weights. <laughs> yeah. Is it way more than a duck? So I was like, okay, I've got this is this is dating myself here. I've got this ream of CDRs, blank CDRs. There you go. <laughs> oh man. Dude, they don't even have CD they don't even have like uh disc trays in anything anymore. I realize no laptops. I realized the other day I couldn't rip a CD if I wanted to. I couldn't rip a CD if I wanted to. And I was, I, I could was, rip a I CD. I was a little got... bit, I was a little bit scared. I got a little bit frightened <laughs> by the idea. I was like, "Hold on, hold on." They still sell CDs, and now all I can do is put it in my car. And even cars aren't coming with them anymore. And it's like weird wow. when somebody like has a CD player in their house. You're like, "Yeah, still, eh." <laughs> what's going on record there players on the other hand we all have record players we do um that. i i was trying to use blank cdrs on this like fucking coat hanger contraption i made to be like all right yeah this is how much a cdr weighs <laughs> like i know this CDRs. and i'm not I don't use them that often so you know just throw them on the string or whatever and then on this uh. side will be the package and we'll see how much it weighs <laughs> 
Where am I going with this? I don't know. But hey, progress. Ask somebody, hey, how do you do this thing? Because maybe you do it better than I do, and then I can learn. <laughs> You're holding like the CDRs up string. So how do you do this? <laughs> They're like, not like that. <laughs> do you have a glass bottle of Coke right there? Or? No, it's it's plastic. Ah. Jealous. Needs more sugar. Wait, you, why are you jealous? Because I do not have cola. That's it. Sad. That's sad. Sad. So, <clears throat> if I back up several things, where was I? Oh, there was this hoarder that came into my store. And we know this. We know this is a thing. Because I could see out in the parking lot. They got the back of their minivan open and they have, of course, I don't have any around here because I'm not a hoarder. They have dozens of paper box lids, like the, the yeah, shallow yeah, tray. Box. The, the paper right. box lid. Take it, turn it over. There it is. Put whatever you want in it. They had dozens, dozens in the back. Their whole minivan was just these full of just stuff, stuff in trays, loosely gathered things in a shallow bin mm, and they mia. were putting them they, they had they had like three other people with them and i couldn't tell what was going on they what were was they, all over what, the parking lot were all they the selling lot. while they stopped to buy um no they didn't they didn't stop to buy they stopped to sell at my store but they're in the parking lot putting all these things out oh they're probably looking like, for more lego yeah they were i was i saw people like swarming around like, cause I'm right next to quote unquote the junk shop. So yeah. I'm sure a lot of their customers are out there like, what you got? What you, you got? Don't what you got? So they come in and they, they've got just scatterings of Lego and other junk mixed in. And I was picking out all the other junk and throwing that aside. Cause I wasn't going to buy that by weight. Cause yeah. I, I was like, look at all this stuff. That's not Lego. I'm taking that out. Um, I wound up being like 20 pounds, huh. uh, but it must've come out of, a dozen different box lids and right. uh they identified as a low level hoarder mm -hmm. and they had this uh person with them that was like their life coach trying to get them to change their ways and they and get rid of like they stuff? they they were totally in the 12 step man oh so, were, they, so the person helping them in their van they're like look at this this guy buys lego how much lego do you have and they're like pretty much a couple pounds and they're like he'll give you money for it and you get rid of it he's like a couple pounds <laughs> <laughs> so uh, i buy this stuff and uh, we call it the hoarder bricks. Um, and then we, we sort it through it today. It's not, not a big deal. It, oh, this happened recently. This was on Tuesday. I thought this yesterday. was an old story. Sorry. Oof. No, this this was a, I did tell an old story. I told a, I told a um, 2011 story. And now I'm telling a, a yesterday story. story. <laughs> a yesterday story. <laughs> uh, 2019. Yeah. it's And they were like, I don't need those lids. I don't need those anymore. You can keep those. I don't want. I, I don't need them. I don't need. But any they those. had to I'm, say it like as an affirmation. Yes. I don't need. Yeah, the man. Paper they had, their, they had like their. Don't they had control their me. Everything. It was wild. You know what? Wait. So these were in like the box. So to use the word ream again, not to date myself. He had everything in the paper. You can still buy paper. Or do I you? know. I but buy who paper. buys it by reams? Businesses. Well, 
is the answer. What What do you buy paper by? Some Rarely? Lucy's. Rarely. A pack is not a ream. Yeah, a ream is 500 sheets. Like, by definition. I'll ream fucking you if you correct me one more time. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's spelled different. <laughs> Maybe. Let me, know in the, let me know in the comments. Is is ream the verb and ream the noun spelled different? <laughs> to the internet. The internet. No, I don't buy paper that much anymore. I buy label paper. Right. Yeah. Two up label sheets. I bought I bought eight thousand sheets last time. Because I was what like, I, you know what? You know what? It's got tiered pricing and I'm on a clip right now and I am going to use this before I know it. So let me just sink a couple hundred dollars into label paper and then yeah. not have to worry about it for like a year. But to go back to the hoarder bricks, so he was like, I do not need the trailers. You don't need yeah. the trays. Yeah, they're like, I just, I just want it out. I just want it all gone. Oh, God. And, and the, the woman that was there was like, like, talking. I, I forget it. what she said, but um, I think the, the hoarder introduced the woman as like, this is my, my, this is my life coach. She's, she's helping me. She's helping me get rid of this stuff or something like that. And, I don't know. Ah, that's it was, so it was heavy. fine. It was nice. It was nice to see that all happen. And um, it was so. It's not like it was positive feeling in nature. It wasn't weirding you out. You're like, no, this is good for this guy. It was. It was. Yeah. It was all right. I I kind of had this feeling like they weren't gonna accept the idea that I'm not buying the non Lego by weight, or that that whatever price I tell them isn't going to be enough for them to be like, nope, 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 dump it all back in the trays. I'll take it yeah. back. I, I didn't think it was going to go well. Apparently, because I gave them uh, 50 bucks, I think it was, total. Yeah. Apparently, they're like, oh, that's great, because the, the guy outside offered me 40. So, all right. Oh, sweet. The guy, who, <laughs> the guy who had just left my store, he came in. He was asking about he needs to buy just basic bricks. And I'm like, oh, we got a bunch of options. There's these classic boxes here. There's these other classic boxes that specialize in bricks plus like eyes or bricks plus gears. Yeah. Or, or like the, the bright color bricks. And then we have these pre-bagged $5 bags over here of bricks and plates by color. And why did or, he need those just for his kids? I forget what. They were building something. They're building a big house or some nonsense. You know, big projects that will inevitably caused kids to go directly into the dark ages because there's yeah. too much for them to handle. And, and I was like, and finally, here's my you know, BrickLink store. If you know exactly what bricks you want, you can buy them there and pick them up here or have them shipped. And then um, he goes, he points at that, that big Lego pirate I have. He goes like, what kind of glue do you use? And I'm like, well, professionally, plumber's glue is the answer for gluing Lego together where it'll never come back apart because it fuses together. But I know a lot of people just go towards the standard crazy glue because that's the answer to most questions of what glue do you use? I don't, I think that'll, that'll break apart pretty easily. Unlike yeah. plumber's glue. And he goes, Oh yeah, I, I, I sell glue for a living. I'm like, dude, who the fuck are you? What is <laughs> he happening? sells glue for a living and he just wanted to know, what I would say to that question. And then he didn't buy shit. Andy went outside. Andy offered the hoarder 40 bucks. And I guess they turned it down. Um, I would have been fine if that didn't come in. <laughs> I didn't have to buy it. I, I buy enough bricks. That's intense day, though. And the, but I bet you like, He said 40 and you're giving me 50. That's great. I know you'll make 60 bucks off of it. I was like, 
Bitch, I'm making a lot more than sixty bucks off of it. Yeah, I should hope so. Why would why why would I ever entertain making buying dollars for 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 fifty and making sixty? Yes, if I was doing that like a hundred times a day, in that exact scenario, sure, sure, you can make small profits if you maximize the quantity of what you're doing. But just a one time, like I'll give you fifty bucks and then I'll try to sell it for sixty. No, that's crazy. I made ten bucks. Uh, so you know, first world problems, right? We're complaining about ten bucks. And what else? What other stories? Story time with Clutch. Whatever stories I got. So, uh, Lynn, the local Lego merchandiser, which is a person who works for Lego. Yo, Lego, Lego merchandiser. (laughs) Local Lego merchandiser (laughs) goes to the WalMarts and the Targets, and no longer the Toys R Us. And they go and they make sure the shelves look good, and they fix all the mistakes that the employees of the stores don't just don't know better. That'd be a kind of job. It's cool. Um. Because you just uh, drive around city to city. Well, they have, they have their their region. Like there yeah. probably only so many square miles they work within uh, per person. There's a lot of merchandisers, I assume, out there. And um, so she uh, she's the only person who's technically allowed to take Lego display items out of a Walmart. They're supposed right. to be destroyed. That's what it says on the back of everything. Yeah, she's the only one who's allowed to take it out, and she does, and she brings it to me. Glorious, which is great. So she rolls up every time she comes by. She usually has several uh, model boxes, which are the big PVC glued and screwed built models with like LED lights in them that you see yeah. on the shelf in yeah, the yeah. store, taking up retail space. Yeah. Um, she shows up with four of the uh, the the X wing. Just the X-Wing in there with the minifigures in front That's and the LEDs. Cool. That's a good four, one. Four of them. I know, because it is a good one. Because uh, in the past, she has brought me at least 10 of the uh, BB-8 ones. And it's like, right. hey, enough! Yeah, but it's like... Thank you for bringing them. And compared, never... compared to like a city set, like the Arctic yeah. one, no one would want to display that. But with the Star Wars factor, it's like, that's yeah. pretty cool. I'll never turn her down when she brings stuff in because I want her to keep bringing stuff because she yeah. brings me um, the display items too. So she brought you just, me a. Did you just buy them banner. or did she consign them? No, no, I buy them off her. Yeah. Uh, but she she brought me an end cap banner that has like um, the the guy who's jumping out of the cake in the yeah. new yeah not the new series but one of the series and yeah, then the girl with the balloon and it's I, I don't know if it said anything on it but I'm pretty sure. It was for an end cap where it would have like twenty dollar and under items. The idea is these are birthday presents. Yeah. She brought me that just that piece of cardboard and four of these model boxes, and essentially she just names her price, and I usually say yes. That's sweet. Um, and I think she I think she said she has four more that same one as well. Uh, usually, so model boxes are pretty important to AFOLs. AFOLs like them. I hate them because they're big. They're really not. They can't be worth as much as the set unglued and in the box. So they're they're inherently cheap. And um, you know, they, they have some degree of wear because they've been on the shelf just getting touched by everyone for months, if not a year. 
I don't know. They have like a shelf life. I don't know how long they're supposed to be out. A merchandiser could tell me. But uh, I have a hard time selling them because I have to sell them for more than I pay her for them. But it's a hard sell. The only place they really sell well is at a convention because people are like, whoa, exclusive thing I can't get elsewhere. At my store, they're just a pile. They're just they're just there. So I actually put them on Facebook Marketplace, which is, I think, one of the first times I ever used Facebook Marketplace. It's a good item to put up there because you'll get people from out of town seeing it. Yeah, I sold all four of them on Facebook Marketplace. Uh, uh, Three of them PayPal'd me already. They haven't none of them have been picked up yet. Three of them PayPal'd me. So they're being held. And then one person is supposed to come in today. Maybe they'll come in tomorrow. I don't know. Might have one that I need to relist, but we'll see. Uh, awesome, I had I had a great success. I I didn't make. I probably made twenty bucks. Uh, twenty bucks profit on on the whole thing. Oh really? Ten more dollars than if I had bought the ten dollars and fifty dollars sold for sixty dollars. You know, if yeah. you recall that from a few minutes ago. Remember? I probably made twenty bucks on the whole thing, but I got that cool birthday party banner. Yeah. And uh, a continued relationship with this merchandiser. Yeah, so exactly. I'm happy about that. Lots I think that's down. all my stories. Lots going down at the Blink Blonkster Rink Ronk. And I, I wonder if it's because I've been up front so much. And like if this stuff is happening and I just don't even see it when I'm in the back. Yeah. Anyway, tonight I wanted to talk to all you about uh, how I do my fulfillment. My consignment with the parts. Follies of man. Yes, and how how it's changed over time. It's not a perfect system, and I I definitely was the victim to uh, scaling issues, where I I thought I had everything figured out, and then success hit, and I wasn't prepared for certain aspects of it. Which is right. it's a, it's a tough thing to think about what could happen and if you're prepared for that and what you could change to be prepared for that. Because if you don't even know it could happen, then how can you think about what happens if it did happen? So I, I'm going to lay it all out. I use the remarks field. Nothing is automated. I use the remarks field on BrickLink for any given lot to record who owns how many and what percentage they get if it sells. And then I run into the 250 character limit in the remarks field like every day. Right. Because there's a lot of parts that don't sell very often and they're in every set. So basically anyone who has consigned a set in my store is adding into that. I'm talking about like friction pins and it's like certain brackets or modified plates or studs or stud shooter triggers these are things stud that every triggers. everyone has put in the store very few have sold so it's just the remarks field is full because i've got like 35 different consigners for parts yeah and i i've got like two new ones coming aboard and another one that's sending their second batch from australia right now which is awesome huh. it's awesome to to hope not to think but to hope that you can buy Lego in Australia where it's expensive, mail it to the United States, have it sorted for you, 
and uploaded and then sold and then you get a portion of what it sells for yeah i i hope it's working for them i'm fine with it of course because <laughs> it's no different for you it's no different where it's coming from for me no i don't so, care i don't care if the studs are on the bottom like they are in australia <laughs> the the bricks spin the other way yeah so flush them down the toilet so the way i set this up was that Every time I get an order, I go into that order, and lot by lot, I, I, I check how many are supposed to be owned by people, how many are left, and how many sold, and I pay them first in, first out. I pay mm-hmm. the people who, who sold some as it's dipped into their portions in order. But if and somebody I, brings I more, adjust, it goes to the back of the queue. It goes to the back, yeah. It does. They don't combine with their previous contribution. Yes. Um, it's called FIFO, and I will update the remarks to reflect that they sold some, so now they have fewer or they have none, and then the next person's gets dipped into, and. I thought that would be fine. I was like, I could keep up with this. I can go in. I can edit all these things. And then March hit. And March was like craziness. March was double any month I'd ever done. Yes. And both in dollars and in number of orders and in number of parts sold. I was was selling 100,000 parts a month for a few months there. I'm selling like 50 to 60,000 parts a month right now. Uh, but Still March, yearly average. March, April, May, June, and July were gangbusters. August was bad because of my own fault. That's when I had the minimum purchase price and all that. We've been over that. September <laughs> was bad on its own. October was a little bit better than September. November might be great because I just uploaded a crap load of parts, but we'll see. Um. Every month this year, except for January, has been the best year for that month ever Mm -hmm. in sales. January was under by like a few dollars. It was very close to being the best. So it's like the charts just it's on top of all the other years. Um, That got so overwhelming that I quickly ran a... 400 order deficit on adjusting all the remaining quantities and paying out the consigners right. for what they sold. Right. And I was trying my hardest to get them done. And basically everyone who was earning whatever I did process. And it's not like they won't get the money. It's just, I haven't done that work. You yet. haven't figured out how much they get. Yeah, yeah, they they still they still are entitled to everything they're entitled to. I just I don't know how much it is. I couldn't even guess. Yeah. So that's been every day since just, just since, chipping away at it. Yes, yeah, since March, and Oof. this includes like every order that comes in every day. Um. So I have to do, I have to do X amount of orders or lots plus match whatever today's sales were every day in order to beat down that deficit. I I'm in the, I'm in the 160s right now from 400, 100. Yeah. 
from 400. I mean, if I had never done any of it, it would probably be over a thousand at this point. Yeah. Um, in fact, I, I've done almost 2,500 orders in the last six months. So yeah, something like that. Um, Bricklink only keeps the data for six months. I'm up against the six-month wall right now. Shit. Uh, I've got two days to do the next one, and then I've got two more days after that to do the next one. This is on the very back end of it. And so at first, I was trying to take it easy and, and look at um, how many orders I could kill and not how many lots I could kill. So I was like, all right, let me do all the orders, just sweeping back and forth between these eight pages of orders, yeah. like all the one to tens. In lots, that is. And then, okay, yeah. all the 10 to 20s go back and forth. All the 20 to 30s, and then I hit the six months, like, it's full. Yeah. Um, I got up to, there are no lots under 60 lots. There's no orders under 60 lots right now. It's 60 so, up to, like, 300 lots. Right, so you, so although you only have 160 left, these are, like, They're all fatties. fucking killers. They're fatties. Yeah, that They're sucks. Fat stacks, man. Hey man, and it doesn't even mean that they're expensive. It could be three hundred lots, one piece of each, and it's like a thirty dollar order. Mm. So I, I'm spending day and night working on this. It's keeping me from doing anything else. But I, I'm spending all this time processing these, and it's like I'll spend an hour on one of these orders, one of these bigger ones. Yeah, and then. At the end of that hour, it's like, oh, that's cool. I just spent an hour doing this to find out that I owe eighty-six dollars to people. Yeah, that's not how this should work. No, it's not so, nice. Because yeah, I was just thinking about like it's like you got that money sitting in your account. I did lying, lying to you. I did, and because it lied to me, and because I believed it, I fucking spent it. I yeah. bought clearance aisles you remember this i bought clearance aisles mm-hmm. and i should never have done that a not much of it is sold in warmest brick shop those sets that i bought on clearance and b that wasn't my money yeah gotta be I, this is making me have to sound like some kind of thief so a few months ago i realized okay i've got the solution i have to catch up first because this data the remarks data is outdated I yeah. can't switch over to the new system until everything is up- updated. And there's 13,000 lots, of course. Um, oh, so I came up with the solution. I forget if it was in a dream or just late at night before I went to sleep. It hit me. I was like, okay, once I catch up, here's what I'm going to switch to. Every time a lot sells out, everyone who owned anything in that lot gets paid out but I only pay out on the sellouts. Right. So that means I can open an order. I look at which ones have X's, which means they, they're they all sold out. I'll pay everyone who owns some of those. Yeah. And that'll be so many fewer lots to go through. Yeah. Than, than every lot individually checking how many are left and, and all that. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously this isn't, this isn't the professional way of doing this. Um, professionally, you would have some kind of software written that tracks who owns what and automatically just tells you who gets what from each order. Yeah. Maybe someday I'll be able to to buy said said uh, script from some programmer. Maybe. But, I mean, someone must be running it in the top ten. 
Yeah, yeah. I, there are there are other stores that do fulfillment like this. So a couple nights ago. I mean, maybe you should research that. I'm sure maybe something exists for consignment. I'll just get. I'll just pay Ralph to do it. Ralph does that. That's what he hmm. does. Ralph. He'll, Ralph. Someday I'll have Ralph just write me the script, or you know, he'll see this episode. He'll get so he'll he'll bring a tear to his eye, and he'll just write the script for me. There you go. Shout out, shout out to Ralph. Uh, he's supposed to be here tonight. So on Monday night, before we were originally going to record this week, it's it's Wednesday. Oh. On Monday night, I was taking a walk. I had to have like a half hour circuit I do here, and it hit me because I I. I I've got like a half hour just to think. I don't I don't bring my phone with me. I just bring my keys. That's it. Let's go for a walk. Just going off the grid, man. Yeah. And it's healthy. I, I was I was beginning my walk and I was like, all right, what do I want to think about? I want to think about what could change about the consigner program to make things easier. And uh there's there's a checkbox you can use on Bricklink. Uh, called like retain at zero quantity. So what it's intended for is that when something sells out, the lot doesn't erase itself. It just sits in the stock room with zero quantity with the intention of you can go in and you can add more. And maybe you have more for some reason. You can add more and you can keep- for you, it's a flag- that flag for me yes yeah yeah so i i know brick stackers used to use um it's a youtuber brick linker all that he um his name is chris he would use the retain because he was going to add more to the quantities and basically he'd have a lot assigned to a drawer he used stack ons as well and when it emptied he didn't want to turn it over and it become a different item. He wanted to put more in there. And that's a whole different discussion. The, the merits yeah. of uh, intending to restock like retail style versus consignment style, where it's like you have what you have. Right. Um, or, this drawer is not for one by two white. It's yeah. anything that can so, fit in it. And then I started thinking, well, what, what I was like, what are you intending to only buy sets to part out that contain parts that you had but sold out of and you want to add more of them? It's it's such a narrow way of looking at what sets you should part out. But that's that's an entire different discussion of the merits of of uh, buying out. specific sets because you sold some parts and you want to restock those parts even though you get other parts with that set because it's not necessarily the same set you parted out the first time you got those parts in your store. Madness. You need to get Brickstackers on here to explain himself. Um, so I thought, okay, if I flip all the lots in my store to retain a zero, because I don't do that right now, obviously. Mm-hmm. If I do retain a zero, let me back up. If I get, <laughs> if this would be like a every morning, I, I look for the X's and I pay them all out. Mm-hmm. What happens if I come in in the morning and this is low scale, there's three orders. All three have the same part in them as well mm-hmm. as other things, but they all have the same part. They all three of them have an X because that third order finished off the lot. There's a hundred, yeah. somebody bought 10, somebody bought 10, they bought 80. 
It's yeah. gone. It says it's gone on all three because that is a live number of how many are left? None. Mm-hmm. It's truly. You just haven't pulled them yet. Yeah. So I'm thinking I'll have to. Oh, OK. Well, you know, it's never going to be that bad. And this is where scaling kicks in. It's never going to be that. Ralph messaged me. Get your ass in here. <laughs> Ralph. Come on in. The waters. Trans Smells like hot light dogs. Blue studs. The waters trans light blue studs. So I thought I'll just remember. I'll I'll keep if there's three orders open. I'll open all three and then I'll be able to scroll up and down each one. I'll be like, okay, I know which ones I paid out because you know the number sequences looks familiar familiar and I know that I just paid that thing. Then I thought, no, that's not scalable. What if there's a hundred orders in the morning? Yeah, I, I can't possibly remember all these things. And at that point, I've, obviously, I've got to do something programming-wise. But I thought, if I flip them to zeros, then I can go in. Every time I see a zero, I go into that lot. I pay out whoever owned it. You just go I, to the, then I the delete remarks. The lot. You just go to the yeah. remarks field. Yeah, go to the remarks. I, I pay that out. Oh. And then I delete I delete the um, the listing. So that if I were to refresh any of these order pages, it won't be a zero anymore. It'll be an X. And I'd be like, oh, I did that one already today. Right. You've turned that it into was a zero. I that mean, it's, the... it's like the lowest level epiphany you can possibly have. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like I smelled an epiphany. Yeah. Um, but that's the realization I had on my walk was that if I use the retain of zeros, then I'll know which ones to look at and which ones I've already looked at that day. Of course, this is all not scalable to a certain extent, but yeah. this will get me further than I have been getting in the last few months. Yeah. Ralph, you need to go back and watch like the last 49 minutes of this. All right, give me a couple of seconds. <laughs> Speed. All right, done. Next Speed Friday. <laughs> hey, Ralph, what's up? Not much. Sorry. I was watching TV with the family. Then I remember. I looked at the clock. I'm like, crap, 10 o'clock. So uh, tonight we talked about how I set up consignment in the most pen and paper way possible. Yeah. And uh, it has really bit me. And I think the important takeaway is you have to be prepared. What is it? You have to expect the unexpected. (laughs) Be prepared for shit you don't even know about. And also, I feel this level of guilt, not to the people who I owe money, but I don't even know how much I owe them, so I can't know how much guilt there is, but to the fact that I could be doing so much more for my business if I wasn't working on this spreadsheet all day and night. I could be listing all these parts. I could be sorting all these parts. I could be figuring out how to make a retail store work. I could be running promotions. I could be doing uh, dead-end things like posters and shirts and mystery boxes and stuff. But no, I'm doing spreadsheet all day long and all night long. You know what you need. And building up to it is my only escape from the spreadsheets. You need to hire a programmer. Yeah, well... Let me know if you know any. <laughs> I know some, but I don't know anybody that's looking at to be hired. But like, um, 
Yeah, I, I went to your place. What? Uh, what was it? Like a month ago now. Um, sure. And I pulled an order for you. You know, and I, I got the. I really got to see like uh, what, what was behind the curtain, right? Like, and how, how you. I learned a lot about like how you how you do that kind of stuff. But it's just data, right? Like it's it's just data that you just. It's in my opinion, data, you just need to get get a programmer to you know like. Uh, pull that data out, put it in a database, and and there you so go. I, I, people keep telling me I should just have something written to fix this problem I'm currently facing. And I mm -hmm. keep telling them, I don't think you could write something that could tackle the diluted, outdated data of six-month-old orders. Yeah. The data's not the same anymore. But then I started thinking, that's not true. If I can process the thoughts in my brain to to know what to do in what scenario involving six-month-old data, that could be written as programming. Like, our brains can't do more than you could write as a script written with your brain. Mm -hmm. Brains! Right, Matt? Yeah. That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get more donkey than that. <laughs> So I, I have, uh, yeah, I talked to Matt way too much about spreadsheets and stuff. We, um, we've been through the spreadsheet ringer. <laughs> so that's that's my life. I've gotten it down to 160 some, and I am uh, working on it. I have I have my goal of hit, finishing it by the end of the year. I know how many lots I got to do every day, plus whatever the day's new lots are every day uh, to get it done. And I know that means I sacrifice any time allotted to uploading more parts. Well, you just reached two million, didn't you? I did, yeah. at the expense of not doing spreadsheet for two days. Ah, uh, well, it's kind of hard to do spreadsheets when you got twenty-one garbage bags in your in your office. They're all away. So I oh. I uploaded the three hundred thousand parts from all the garbage bags, and then I. <laughs> So that was lever three hundred thousand for all your three hundred thousand parts. It won't leave a white residue. So I finished that big upload. The two pallets of used bricks and plates. I finished that, and then I got one bin from a, from an unknown source that we're not <laughs> going to disclose. Anthrax. I get I get one one bin one bin of of good parts, new parts. There's 55,000 parts in this bin. Huh. Um, if you know it, you know it, but we're not going to say who owns this bin. It's a consigner. They can remain anonymous, except for everyone who already knows. Um, okay, the, he's Asian and from Chicago. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll go with that. Um, this bin is $19,000 in parts. Wow. I could never have guessed that. Could never have guessed that, but I put it all in a file. Now, we all know it's not worth anything until they sell. It's just yeah. plastic until it sells. But the list price on this bin is $19,000. It made me feel a way about like taking possession of this, having other people in the warehouse at the same time as this bin existed. And <laughs> like, it's the first time I've You felt like, like the, the bank truck. Yeah, yeah. It's the first time I became aware of the fact that I'm I'm handling a lot of money. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, because it was in a such a it was densely packed. That was densely area. packed. That was a grab and go twenty grand bin. Yes, yes. And the fact that it was handed off at a convention to somebody who then brought it back to my store, it's like that's crazy. No one knows. And then I, I started I started talking to people at the store about like I was like, you know, I'd weigh like one of the bags of parts and be like, Oh my god, this is a thousand dollar bag of like just this one piece because of how many they're in there. And then I was like, maybe I shouldn't be saying any of this out loud. To anybody. But to anyone. So impressed. Plastic crack. Crack. Crap. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I was like, you could buy a decent car. <laughs> Same price as this bin. Like, oh, man, it was wild. But that, that 55,000 parts took me over 2 million. And the best part about it is that my profit margin on selling that whole bin of parts is more money. This is all, you know, dependent on those parts selling is more money than I'm going to make profit wise on two pallets of used bricks. Yeah. That's Crazy. wild. Okay. We have a bracket. And there's three of us. That, that means was, that, no ties. Those were all stories with clutch. This has yeah. been stories with clutch. Hope you enjoyed your charcuterie board. You got, you got, you got two minutes. I want to, I wanted to talk about a video I posted last week that sort of. Oh, this is the plugs, man. All right, go ahead. So I, I posted um, at the end of October. I did a thirteen-minute uh, video where I ran through my numbers, like my my uh, my store numbers for for the month of October, and I I posted it. I posted it in various different places, uh, and I posted it in this one Bricklinker Bricklink seller. Uh, Facebook group and uh, uh, worldwide buyers and sellers. Yeah, that one. Yeah, because you know, after two years of applying, of you know, my application being not that active, but that is (laughs) that is the group where what what was the top Matt? What did we talk about a few weeks ago? There was a thread where oh the the how many bags you use is that it? Oh yeah, (laughs) like how many how many bags you use to to separate like the lots in an order that you're shipping out. That's where that thread exists and is still going. Yeah. Go on. Well, well, I did, I did my, my, my accounting, right? Like I've got this really elaborate spreadsheet, which all it really easy to, to, to keep track of. You just upload the data from Bricklink and Brickall and you do some spreadsheet magic and pulls all the data out of it. Uh, so it's really not hard to maintain, but, uh, one thing I, I do like, uh, since I'm a smaller store, I, I do all of my accounting through like cash accounting, right? So like every dollar I spend is an expense, no matter if it's on inventory or infrastructure or anything like that. And then any any dollar uh, I get in is you know uh, is is what what I get. It's called cash accounting, right? It's like a very acceptable way of doing accounting. So I post this video, and uh, <laughs> I just loved I just loved the the the. Uh, Monday morning quarterbackers that were on that thread are just like, well, you need to track all of your inventory to be able to successfully track your P and L and man, they were just hammering me on it like left and right. And I just, you know, for like a half a day, I just like sort of just really thought about it. Like shit, am I like doing this all wrong? Am I doing all like all of the, uh, all of my accounting wrong? And then like, no, I went back to, it's just cash accounting like right like i just i just love how like people that just watch i don't even know if they watch the video i did a little bit of a clickbaity title which was like uh it costs what was it called uh 
cost me $400 to run my store. Yeah. You know, at the end of the video, I was like, yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I spent a lot more money. <laughs> I, told you, I told you it cost me $3,000. Right. Did you watch the video? No, I didn't watch the video. Right. Like that, that was like the no, point I, I was I knew what you were getting. I knew from, <laughs> yeah. I knew exactly what that meant, that title. I, I, I wasn't clickbaited. I knew exactly what that was entailing. And yeah. I was like, oh, let me go see what my number is. Oh, it's three to $4,000 is yeah. what it cost me. He's going to gonna start running a pyramid scheme though. Yeah. I just, I just found it funny. Like it was just frustrated, right? Like it was like, how many freaking Monday morning, Monday morning quarterbackers are like, you need to do it this way. No, you have no idea how I run my store. But, you know, like just, just let me do my, my thing. life. Yeah, let me live my life. What your way doesn't work for my way. So rant over bracket. It's my way or the highway. Yeah. So, okay. So tonight. I guess we got to do a little, little, little screen share action here. I will say that the clickbait title did work. It was my top feed video. Excellent. Excellent. So, uh, bracket, uh, we're in the quarterfinals or whatever. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I think I'm, I don't understand. We're, we're getting there. We're not to there yet. We're over here. 2005 against 1993 <laughs> tonight. Yeah, that is a little confusing looking, isn't it? Uh, it's like only a, because like this is not a cell, but I didn't. I I tried making all these like black, but then it got worse. Once they're filled in, it'll make more sense. It just I need like a a color that is the background color that's not also white. Like some, and I have them. Every other one is like a gray and a white, like like they do. Um. Anyway, ninety three, two thousand five. Let's get her done. Hey, calculator's still up. Thirteen. 1993, I'll tell you right now, it's my vote. Spoiler alert. Did I, um... Did I mention... I'm questioning this. Did I I add it in? Yeah, all right. So, we are screen sharing. (laughs) This is Midnight Transport Team, a.k.a. the greatest set ever made, a.k.a. the second greatest set ever made. (laughs) After after probably something else. (laughs) That is probably a really accurate statement you like Matt are you gonna buy this you like this oh hell yeah I like it uh will I buy it no would I redesign it yes didn't somebody say last time we looked at this that they they googled it and there's a lot of like midnight transport team mocks yeah 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 I never looked them up but I really need to yeah you gotta get in on that yeah this set's very rad all right, what we, let's keep this gravy train flowing. Uh, if you want to keep the same exact color scheme, like look but at bigger. That, look at that van, but that van. This is a uh, uh, okay. The so sixteen plus midnight transport team. Now you all the know midday about transport team. Yeah, the midday transport team. Now you all know I want a spooky house, but another thing I want is basically that van. <laughs> Looks like the A team van, but better. Y'all know I want a spooky house. Y'all know I want Kevin, a spooky house. Hashtag y'all know I want van. a spooky house. <laughs> the Dragon Masters. Yeah, that's a great castle set right there. It is. It is. That's. Yeah. Y'all you, know me. So when you think of Lego pirate ships, which one do you go to? This one. You go to the Black Seas Barracuda. Or do you go to this one? Or maybe yeah. another one. 
I go to I this one. This. I love this one. It's a thing of beauty. Now, when I think of police stations, <laughs> I go to this uh, one. Apparently, when Lego <laughs> thinks of police stations, they also go to this one every year for all time. Um, it sort of reminds me of the Avengers set that this came out. If what are Avengers, if not superhero cops? <laughs> Hashtag the Rocky cup. River Retreat. Ooh. I love the trees on top of the trunks. Logs. Yeah. <laughs> but they're not even regular bricks. They're nope. the shutter. They're the shutter holders. Yeah, yeah. The little. <laughs> they just offset like oh, I'm gonna turn the one ninety degrees. Keep going. And uh, across there is the uh, early morning transport team. Oh my God! The the year <laughs> of the transport. That's somewhere. Fifty around. years of the transport. This is years. the early morning transport team. We've got the midday transport team and the midnight transport yeah. team. What other transportation? Around um, lunch. The, the seven seas transport team here. Yeah. Um, and uh, the ice planet Fucking transport ice team. Planet. Jesus Christ! Sorry, two thousand five. <laughs> You're done. A decent little. Well, I mean that's early technic, but it actually isn't that bad. No, I like it's... the forklift. Or you can, yeah, you can build this into a couple different things. Hey, eh? mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, forklift is best part of that. I think I like that. Yeah, that's that's ninety three. All right. What do we got to look at? Oh five. I think that's what you said. Oh too. man, O5's in trouble. Bionicle. <laughs> it's not fuck. it's not a knockout, right? So 2005 is a chance. Keep in mind, we said this last week, every year going forward has beat another has year. A one, every, yeah. every year's a winner. They got a win under their belt. Mm-hmm. But, but you know, I saw the Bionicle the streak ends. All right, so let's see. Uh decent little Dagron or a Wavern. I guess you'd say. God. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> so I thought the Bionicle bin was bad, but I forgot about this fucking nightmare. <laughs> Who did they beat? Who did 2005 beat? 2004? Um, 2006. Almost. Right. Okay. Uh, Paul's favorite set to. Um... Insist is based on real buildings. Sure. Um, the next one is good though. The Vikings is that's a great mm-hmm. set. That's a really good set. Yeah. This was why it beat 2006, I think. Yeah. This is. I mean, this is Fort Legorado with dragons. This is Fort Legorado with dragons, but round. It's like octagonal. This is the worst. These dinos are kind of awful, but I think the builds are decent. Kind of almost looks like Jurassic Park, doesn't it? Wait, does it come with that one too? Is there two dinos in here? Yeah, a land dino and sky dino. Skid dino. You only need a sea dino. Oh god! Uh, The uh, just when you thought you had enough useless pieces, we're gonna give you four hundred more. The bin of cheese balls. (laughs) 
You you beat me to it. Yeah, Just, when you're when you're done building your bionicles, you can fill it with cheese balls. Balls, cheese balls, knuckles. You know, be a cool mock if you bought all of the like red orange Zammer spears from all the the Chima speedors on clearance oh, and God. filled this entire bucket with those. I don't even know those, what you're saying. The 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 ball, <laughs> the Lego ball. The little one that came with the Chima sets, it, it, I don't know what you would have got it in. Oh, the Chima set. Sorry, I now know what you're trying to say. I think to it's me. called I, a Zammer Sphere because it was originally in Bionicle. Was it like the, Am- the ammo ball basically shoots out yeah, of the, the little ammo yeah, ball. Yeah, yeah, ammo but ball. Buy all the orange ish ones and yeah. fill this whole fucker with There those. you fucking go. Mock <laughs> and put the, it on a table at a mock con with year. a mock card. Says like, uh. Jeez. All genuine like it ain't easy being <laughs> cheesy. And nothing is system. <laughs> like those balls are barely system. I don't care. Okay. There's a yeah, that's yeah. not a bad it's the jelly bean knights, but it's not yeah. a bad castle. Not a bad castle. This is the follow up year to Castle Jellybean. Um <laughs> Was it what do you call it? Jelly bean keep? Jelly bean keep, yeah. <laughs> This is a sick ass castle, and those flags are dope. And the uh, flying flaming pinwheels, like, mm-hmm. so awesome. Like, what if we superheated jacket metal and then shoot it out of a fucking shoot a tire at them? Shoot it, <laughs> like, shoot a tire have, at him, eh? Yeah, and they got ballistas. <laughs> like, it's this is a dope castle. It they deserves mean, props. They got a bunch of ballistas. They're like, you know what? Let's just roll them in. Yeah, man. Uh, the, the trains decent for train, train guys. Decent, decent train. Nice train. Uh, one the, of the them. Better, the better Death Star, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah. And uh, the original UCS Sandcrawler. And there it is. The resolution so, looks too bad on that one. Quite a few licenses. Some bad Bionicle. You mean you mean how blocky the different yeah. colors are? Just like, yeah. Like, yeah, can you improve the, the resolution? The pixels, man. Pixels. <laughs> Aliens. All right. Crawler. So can can one oh boy. Can one really win? Can one truly defeat the Bionicle bucket? <laughs> Alright, so they'll remember. Me. Does anyone have an argument for two thousand five? Uh, okay, let's see uh, just quickly. Um, I mean, the Vikings great, the castles great, Alpha Team was dying, Bionicle was dying, Star Wars, whatever license, Harry Potter license, Skylines. Um, it's you not got bad. Two, you got two good castles. I mean, you know, it Alpha has team, it has team. it has some of the elements we've definitely praised in other years. A couple yeah. strong. Uh, offerings on their own lines, some decent IP or licensed stuff, a good train like City was obviously not fully garbage or anything, but I just think like it's not a bad year. It it doesn't deserve. You know, I don't have any. I don't have any good city examples in this one. You're right. Yeah, I didn't pull any city. Must not have been anything good. <laughs> Either way, uh, this just coming up. It's to me, it's still a clear win. Four ninety three. Uh, just look cause. at this. Look at this dream team right here. It's a dream team. It's That's a midnight transport team. Midnight transport team. 
the pirate set, the castle set, the space set, all hot ticket. Like, these are nice sets. And, like, you know, city then. I mean, they also define the police station. And if they keep, if they're still building it this way 25 years later, obviously it's because it's what the people want. This, this might have been the tallest police station at the time. Like, they, they had never made them three stories, four stories tall. Yeah. It's pretty dope. It's dope, man. Ice Planet, though. Ralph, he, any any uh, thoughts here? I like how uh, 2005 sort of had the uh, uh, the beginnings of what we are seeing today, right? Like it was like um, like the uh, Dino Dino set is like you know what you're seeing in Jurassic Park today. The uh, uh, yeah, pull pull it up so I can remember the the, the night set is sort of like uh, you, you change some colors out to like neon green. That that just feels like. Nexo Knights kind of kinds of stuff, right? And like the Alpha, I think, the Alpha team looks like Nexo Knights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. So, so I mean, th- there's some beginnings here, right? Like I, I think. Yeah, that, just nothing really sustained. Viking was a one-off. Was it just yeah. that, or was there more in the Viking line? There was more. Yeah, every set was um, the Vikings battle some sort of um, mythological right. beast. Hmm. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go with nine, 93 as well. I'm sure. Then it is unanimous. Yeah, I mean, two thousand five uh, put up a good fight. Like it's a pretty strong it, it, year. Like I said earlier, it's not a knockout. No, definitely not a knockout. No. This but, one went to the judges. Yeah, but two thousand five, you may proceed on your way to oblivion. Ninety three is the winner here. I think the cheesy puff container ruined it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I really I need to see that mock now. I don't even. Where would you even buy that bucket? <clears throat> because Good luck. I'm sure all the Bionicle collectors have just like squirreled them away, and you know, there's no more buckets on the market. Well, they make that's how they make their own masks. What are they called? <laughs> oh, oh, wait, 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 wait! They carve up a bucket to make a mask for a person to wear. Yeah, for the, that's how they make their own personal Bionicle cosplay. <laughs> that's horrifying. That is horrifying. My face I, is just the right shape to fit. I was at. I, <laughs> I was at fucking Dollar Tree, and they had in the Halloween stuff still all these like cheap foam masks, and uh, they look like Bionicle faces. And I was like, oh, sick! <laughs> I messed some. Oh, sick. I can cosplay as Bionicle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Next week, next week we're going to look at 2010 and 2016. And so 2012 will take on 93 in the semifinals. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. You want to see what 93 is up against? Actually, hang on. Let's see that. No, I don't want to see it until we go back. But let's see the bracket. That would be uh, technically quarterfinals overall because we have two sides, right? Yeah, this one and this one, right? We're technically in quarterfinals now. Yeah, yeah. That's why. That's why it says that. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I was. Uh, 
Oh no, I I I admit that this could completely be labeled wrong, but the Oh the yeah, we're not we're here. not even in quarterfinals yet. Next round is quarter, then semi, and then the two winners. Because as in quarter as in there's four left, or quarter as in it's four levels away from the winner. Well, it goes finals. Help us basketball people. No, no, no. Like when the winner from the left takes the fin winner from the right. That's going to be finals, right? Yeah, this right here. Yeah, he's right. Finals. Okay, I just I'm just misunderstanding these labels. Hey, I, right. every time I look at it, I go, "Is this right?" Well, whatever. <laughs> is it the finals or is it the super clutch? Super clutch madness. Super clutch. Super freak. And Ralph, <laughs> you you are you're pulling for 2015 to win the whole thing for no good reason. 2015. Uh, no, 90, uh, 88. 88. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was the first one I voted for. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, it's going to be a tough battle. You're going to probably want to be there that week to stick up for 88. <laughs> yeah. So, that's the thing. That's Thank you for thing. watching. Get us out of here, Paul. Yep. Get us out of here, Paul.